Good morning. It is 9.07 and uh, not good news all the way around. Uh, locally, we have a, uh, a law enforcement officer who has been uh, who's been killed in the line of duty. Uh, and uh, our hearts uh, go out to and our condolences are off to uh, the family of this police officer. And we will get to some of those details uh, shortly. In the meantime, bank failure, what happened? To tell you the truth, it's hard to grab. It's hard to wrap your uh, your head around this bank failure in California, which, by the way, is not the only bank that has failed and is not likely to be the only bank to fail down the road. There will be others. Um, we've got... It, it, and, and, you know, it, to tell you the truth, this whole problem uh, sort of leads up to the federal government uh, once again, and in particular, the Biden administration. So I will give you a brief on this. I've put in a call to where I do my banking to see if I can get somebody to come on the program um, and explain some of this in in terms that uh, we can all understand. But Biden throws all this money into the marketplace that isn't necessary because the economy had already recovered. That causes this spike in inflation. The Federal Reserve raises the interest rates. Uh, there's a flight to bonds. Right now, it looks like stocks are down, bonds are down, and and the bank has these uh, unsecured, uh, illiquid uh, investments, and uh, they're in trouble. And now the problem is, what does the Federal Reserve do? Uh, as of Friday, I would have said they're going to raise their interest rates again. <laughs> but uh, it looks like they may have to actually lower them uh, because they're between a rock and a hard place. Uh, and that, of course, is, means continuing inflation. What a mess. We'll try to get to some of those details uh, in, greater, uh, uh, in greater numbers uh, as the program it continues. I, by the way, just so you know, do not bank at a commercial bank. Uh, I'm with the. I go to the uh, Missouri Credit Union, and I do that because uh, they're, in my opinion, a safer bet. Their loans are secured by real estate, automobiles, uh, things that they can get their money back on. So I, I, I really don't like regular commercial banks. I like. Uh, Credit unions. In the meantime, on this uh, fatal shooting, let's get some details uh, from Brian Houseworth, the uh, news god here at Zimmer. Brian, uh, what exactly happened here? Well, we don't know a lot of information right now, Gary. There's a lot of things we do know and things we don't know. As far as what caused it or anything like that, I, I don't know and I don't want to speculate. Uh, the Missouri State Highway Patrol, this is a, a little unusual. Uh, let me just clarify something here. It's a little unusual to have Troop F in charge necessarily because sometimes it'll come from GQ. But technically, it is the Division of Dr Drug and Crime Control that is going to handle in the investigation. But for people that are following for updates, if 
with you, and I'm trying to update all my information on 93.9theeaglekws.com as well. Um, but the, they want to follow MSHP Trooper F because that is where the information is coming from. They just posted here 12 minutes ago. There is a huge, their words, huge media presence throughout Herman. And the, uh, the troopers are asking to keep things organized to make sure they have accurate information. They're asking the media members to stage outside the Herman Police Department. So media from all over. And we know many from mid-Missouri. Kennedy Miller from our news partner at KMIZ is there as well. So the schools have been canceled at this time. Uh, and, uh, and that's obviously not going to change today. We don't know about tomorrow. Suspect right now, as far as we know, is still, uh, he's still not been captured. There's some reports, uh, indicating that they have had a police, uh, uh, the police officers have had a home surrounded. Kennedy has not reported that. She may be a little bit further back from, from where they're at. But, uh, there are two officers who were shot last night at a Casey's. Happened about, uh, I believe, 8, 12 p.m. ballpark in the evening. And many people got the blue alert as well on their phones. Uh, but the Division of Drug and Crime, uh, Crime Control is in. They have identified the detective who was killed is Mason Griffith, the who was shot and killed. Now, he was pronounced dead at a, an area hospital. There was also another officer who was shot. That officer is serious but stable. He is in a uh, uh, area hospital, obviously, at this time. Uh, and the suspect, as far as we know, again, waiting additional information from the patrol is still either on the loose or the house is surrounded. We don't know. We don't know if he's in the house, for instance. They've had a house surrounded, so I'm being very careful how we report it. But he is identified as 35-year-old Kenneth Lee Simpson. He is uh, a white male. He's 35 years old. And his vehicle is a black Jeep Wrangler with a license plate RF5AOP at this time. So if media, not that they've got a lot going on, but the, the media are being urged to go outside the Herman PD. Apparently they're scattered throughout town and that is uh, that's causing some concern for the authorities right now a little hard some of them are coming into town is the bridge and some other areas have been blocked so um, but that's where they're asking the media in that area to go all right uh, and our uh, our condolences yes uh, to uh, sergeant mason griffith's family um i i cannot imagine no, uh, this uh, the the grief that you're experiencing, and and our hearts go out to you. There, and I, Gary, I can't add anything to what you just said. That's spot on, and our our condolences as well. Um, and and we don't know the the name of the other officer uh, at this time, uh, and obviously we may not, uh, and hope hopefully that we won't um, know the name of the other officer. And I I mean that for people who know what I'm talking about, they know what I mean. But it's just uh, at this time, just be very cautious, and we're being careful on our information right now. I can tell you, Kennedy Miller had something very I thought worth worth mentioning. She said uh, this morning in her um, in her reporting live on air that there were at least three. Three police cars leading up to the Casey's, uh, along with three patrol cars and also three sheriff's cars. And there were also two police officers patrolling the bridge leading into Herman. Um, so that is a this very active, especially that's a very popular area in October. Uh, some people go there, um, you know, for various festivals. It's a, just a beautiful community. Quite frankly, little crime doesn't make the news very often. When it, when it does, it's usually for festivals or for their fest. I can't remember. 
remember an incident like this, but we have had, unfortunately, um, Montgomery County is not too far from there, and I can think of the Lindley Rennick case that happened there. There was also a gentleman up in New Florence who was shot to death by someone who was passing through, and as I recall, he was an illegal immigrant, by the way, from from the state of Kansas, accused of shooting and killing a, a man there as well. So we have had incidents very rarely in that part of the state. Herman is not far from Montgomery County. It's technically in Gasconade County, but generally very, very quiet. And um, But unfortunately, it just goes to show you things can happen anywhere. Uh, boy, and, uh, you know, these, these police officers so vilified so often, uh, and they put themselves in harm's way. Uh, all right, uh, Brian Houseworth, the news god here at Zimmer Radio. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Keep Gary. us updated if you get uh, we'll any do, more information. We'll do. If we get anything else, we'll let you know. You take right. care. Pop in here and let us know. Uh, it is uh, 15 minutes after the hour. You know, when you think about it, uh, law enforcement take on these responsibilities and these threats. And they don't do it for a hell of a lot of money. You know, we keep talking about, oh, we've got to give the teachers more money. We've got to give the teachers more money. Why don't we have more money for the people whose lives are put on the line every time they put on a, a uniform and a badge? Why aren't we providing them with more backup? Why are we not treating them the way law enforcement deserves to be treated? Unbelievable. All right, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. We will keep you updated on this. Uh, you can get me at GaryNolan.com as well. It is the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. 20 minutes after 9 o'clock, glad to have you with us. Bank failure in the news and a, uh, a two uh, police officers shot uh, at a Casey's. And uh, one of them has sadly uh, passed away. Uh, and that would be Detective Sergeant Mason Griffith. Uh, I I don't have all the details. Apparently, he, they were trying to serve a warrant. Um, at least that's the understanding that I have. Um, but based on what I'm hearing about this guy, he was a real cretin. Um, God. Defund the police, attack the police, constantly attacking law enforcement. The kind of courage that they display. And by the way, by the way, this this is not just for detectives, not just for, uh, uh, you know, people going into an active crime scene. Even if you're a patrolman or a patrol officer and you you're doing traffic duty or you you pull somebody over for speeding or whatever. You are just incredibly vulnerable. It's it's uh, it takes a great deal of courage. I mean, imagine every time you walked out the house, uh, you'd be a target for bad guys. That's what they do. That's what they do, and that's uh, that takes a great deal of testicular fortitude. Um, I don't know if I could apply that term to uh, the female officers, but they face the same threat and they do it every day. 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. The banking failure in California, and it, 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 first off, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation is going to, uh, is going to cover uh, bank deposits 
uh, up to a quarter of a million dollars, uh, which is more than most people leave in their savings account. So that's not the kind of failure that we're experiencing. Though it is possible, I think, based on what I've read, for this to cascade. Uh, Bill writes, uh, now we have two bank collapses. Are we headed for another 2008 bank collapse? Hope there isn't a domino effect or worse. Yeah, I think we're going to see some more banks fail. Uh, whether or not it turns into a 2008 kind of domino effect, I'm not sure. Uh, we will, uh, you know, I'll continue to explore this. But this, this bank, by the way, was a, a really woke bank. Um, they apparently were uh, invested in that uh, ESG nonsense. Uh, they're they're, uh, I think they made some rather poor uh, investments. Um, they're, it says, uh, our values guide everything we do. This is from Silicon Valley Bank's uh, Environmental, Social, and Governments, Governance Report uh, in, from 2022. We start with empathy, take responsibility, speak and act with integrity, embrace diverse perspectives, and Keep learning and improving. Uh, federal regulators took over the bank uh, Friday uh, because there was a run on depositors. But, but they're into this ESG nonsense. It's a shame that they spent so much time and money on that crap instead of worthwhile investments. Uh, Engaging and empowering employees. Our people are key to our success. We invest to support their growth and well-being. Building a culture of diversity, equity, and inclusion at SVB. Uh, we embrace diverse perspectives and foster a culture of belongings. Champion, uh, championing inclusion in the innovation economy. We're committed to advancing inclusion and opportunity in the innovation. You know what? Just make sound investments. That's what you need to do. Now, these loans are not secured. They're not insured. And frankly, I don't think anybody should be bailing them out. You know, I understand that we have the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, so those checking accounts and savings accounts under a quarter mil, they'll, they'll be paid off. But anybody else and by the way, the woke community in California is everybody else invested in this bank. They lose. That's all there is to it. They go down the dumper. Uh, there should be no bailouts from anybody at the government level. Now, if another bank has the uh, liquidity and the assets to, to buy up what's left of this bank, that's fine. Uh, but certainly the government should not get in, involved in this. Indications are that the government won't bail out beyond those checking and savings accounts. Uh, but it really is, it really is a shame uh, that, that they, they went the direction they're going. But part of the problem rests with Biden. Y you create this inflation because you want to buy support and buy votes. And everybody was so happy when they got those checks. Woohoo! We got a you know couple couple of thousand dollars out of whole cloth for no good reason because the economy was already in recovery. Now you have this rampant inflation. The Federal Reserve starts cranking up interest rates. 
and they, and they had already kept them too low for too long. I mean, this is one horrible mistake after another by the Federal Reserve uh, and and uh, the banking industry at large. So now you want to control inflation created by Biden. You crank up the interest rate. You crank up the interest rate, and that screws up bonds. Uh, it, 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 even the stock market is vacillating all over the place. Both of them seem to be uh, <laughs> just dropping like a stone. Uh, now the Federal Reserve can fix this. If they just raise interest rates, they may be able, or lower interest rates rather, they may be able to save this from uh, becoming a contagion. But then you have the inflation again. This is why the private marketplace for everything is better than the government-regulated, government-mandated marketplace. These banks are regulated by the uh, federal government, by the, well, the, the, F, uh, the uh, uh, Federal Reserve. So I'm not sure... I would have, as I pointed out, I would have thought, you know, just last week, they got to raise the interest rates. Inflation's out of control. Now, I wonder, will they freeze or lower the interest rates to save these, you know, uns these, these bank investments uh, to prevent more and more banks from failing? By the way, we know of two banks so far that have uh, failed. People were short-selling their stock. So... I think there are going to be more. I'm not sure how many. There are some banks that appear to be safe based on what I've been reading uh, that uh, you could go to, like, uh, I think, uh, Bank of America, uh, J.P. Morgan, uh, Chase, uh, Wells Fargo, and I think there's one more. They say those banks are safe. But they have, uh, they've really perverted the marketplace. Now, all of what I'm telling you is based on the homework that I've done. But Bernie Sanders, well, he has found what he believes is the real problem. Uh, let me, let me uh, just chat with my producer, Brian Hansen, for a minute. Uh, Brian, is it the the current administration's fault based on Bernie Oh, no, uh-uh. This, this goes back to Donald Trump. It's Trump's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a hangnail, and I think it's Trump's fault, too. Yeah, when things go south, you know, you have to point elsewhere. Yeah. The current blame never resides with Joe Biden, no matter what. No, it has nothing to do with uh -uh. the inflation that he created. No, no. No, that's silly me. <laughs> it's Donald Trump's fault. Unbelievable. Oh, that and... and and the Democrats are going to, you think he's going to be the only one to latch on to that? Oh, nay, nay, Perlene. The Democrats are going to jump on that, too. The, the other Democrats. They're going to use that as their, uh, it's, it's Trump's fault. He, he deregulated. <laughs> oh, you can't make it up. You cannot make this stuff up. Uh, let's see, Bill. This is the first I've heard of the shooting. My deepest sympathy out to the family. Uh, let's see, Gary, it's an odd and contradictory what the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen stated. She said that there will not be a government bailout of SVB. However, she then went on to say that 
all the uh, customers uh, will receive all of their money, which they had deposited in the bank. I'm pretty sure maximum insured is uh, 250k. Many customers exceeded that by a very large margin. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's <sighs> what a mess. Uh, We'll, we'll join uh, this conversation again on the other side. Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is uh, 935. Uh, we're talking about this uh, bank SVB in uh, California that collapsed uh, and what led to it. Uh, one more part of the uh, one more part of this that is problematic is called fractional reserve banking. Um, it's uh, a system where a bank can loan out uh, money from the deposits that they have on their balance sheets. Uh, they used to be required to keep a certain amount of the cash deposits uh, placed in their accounts in reserve. Um, b- but they literally create cash out of whole cloth. And I think that's also part of the problem. Uh, to that end, let me uh, let me finish with uh, Philip. He says uh, many customers exceeded uh, that two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar uh, margin uh, for the federal for SVP in California. Will they get their money back? I you know I it depends. There are a variety of different ways that that they can handle this. Uh, somebody with a lot of uh, liquidity could come in and buy it up. I I think part of their their European uh, market has been bought up. We taxpayers, he writes, will foot the bill for this mess before it's over, and the bank executives will walk away with a slap on the wrist, looking more like 2008 every day. Bravo, total bravo, Sierra. Kathy said she heard yesterday morning that Biden will make other banks contribute to cover accounts at SVB uh, that aren't uh, covered by the Federal Reserve, FDIC. There is a, a reserve of cash that other banks have uh, to help uh, stabilize this sort of thing. I don't know if they have enough cash on hand to do it. Uh, Eric says, uh, if history holds true, we may see other more banks defaulting as well. Uh, it is reported that SVB, the bank that failed, gave bonuses to their employees hours before the shutdown. Help me understand. I don't think I can, Eric. Uh, and then uh, finally this uh, from Jeff. Time to wake up and realize what Bitcoin is. Total decentralized banking system without the banks using your money to buy bonds, etc. Uh, so my guess is most banks are going to be fine. And most of you who have money in uh, savings accounts and checking accounts, you're going to be fine. Uh, but if you have uh, uninsured monies in the bank you know, that's a risk you take. And as long as you're making money, that's great. But if it if it uh, turns around and bites you, well, that's just the price of investing. If I buy stock in a company and the, and the company's stock plummets, I lose. Same should be true with these banks. Gary is uh, on the line now. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Part of this is, is that bank, SVB, there's more than one piece to that pie there. Uh, to start with, you have uh, the FDIC that don't feel very comfortable with that because the FDIC only has assets of $125 million as of this morning. 
they can't bail out and insure nothing. Nothing. They've been below zero in their balances. They've been sub-zero, Gary. So that's a problem. The other problem is I'm one of those guys that have more money than what's insured. And like all the people, we've been taking those big chunks of money and we've been putting them in CDs at 5%. That lowers the bank capital. That lowers their reserves. Uh, that's a piece of the pie. The other big piece of the pie, every life science building, including our wonderful Roy Blunt science building, all these life sciences and bioscience and centers, they get all their loans through SBB Bank. That was their primary source of loans. And then you get to the apple of what caused this, the big apple. And uh, I watched charts for 30 years, and I make, make money watching the charts. And what it is is the truth is is that we had 0% rates for too dang long. The guy yep. that precipitated this was, by the way, Jay Powell, who was put in that position by Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I'm a 40-year Republican, but Donald Trump, in his terms of his economic decisions, is the worst president in history. And I well, some of the things that he did actually were good for the economy. Cutting taxes was good for the economy. Increasing he, spending was bad for the economy. He um, borrowed Donald Trump uh, through the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve balance sheet, and I see these charts daily, went from $2 trillion to $9.5 trillion, and his debt increased $8.6 The last year, Trump passed two stimulus bills. The economy is trailing of 18 months, Gary, and what, it, what has happened here is he stimulated this economy so much with juice, with all the money he poured in, with every bill the Democrats want, he signed. And then the Federal Reserve bought, put $5 trillion into the economy in 2020, in one year. And it's going to take seven to ten years for that to get worked off. Inflation is going to be bad for a long time. Yeah, there. the quantitative easing is a problem. Uh, and, and, and I seriously, I, I think the Federal Reserve is literally going to have to let inflation run rampant. Well, that's what they're going to get from the Dems and all. They're going to get it from some Republicans, too, because, oh, by golly. I mean, make no mistake about it, the venture capitalists that have billions in this bank, they're all for this deal of the government bailout. And the reason... They are. It's just like the students that got their loans forgiven. They want everything forgiven. Uh, and nobody can take the pain. We've made a big step in nationalizing the banks with what they did over the weekend. They're, they had the five big banks nationalized, and now they nationalized all the regional banks. That The federal government's just going to give money away, and they're broke, too that they don't have, further exasperating the federal government's problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what they do, they're in trouble. Gary, thank you for the call. Uh, Jared says the feds have announced they will cover all deposits over $250,000, but somehow it won't come from taxpayers. Yes, it will. It may not come directly, but it will come from taxpayers. 
you know, if I wanted to open up a bank, an SNL, I you know I go to I go to downtown Columbia, I find a nice location, I buy the building, get some investors, and we open up a savings and loan, or we open up a bank. We can't just do that. You got to go to the federal government, and you have to get federal insurance, FDIC. Wouldn't we be better off if we had private insurance companies? Imagine the risk of a bank doing what they did in California. The insurance company would say, we get to inspect your books at will and often, and we get to see what you're doing. And your insurance uh, is, is dependent on that. We'd be way better off. Uh, 874-9390, the toll-free number is 800-529-5572. I have put in a call. We'll see if we get a response uh, from uh, from my bank. And uh, we'll see if we can get you some some better information, some more information uh, on what's to come. Uh, Until then, uh, let me get to these messages. Jeff says, good watch. FDIC came out a couple of months ago saying they couldn't cover a run on the banks. Mark Moss, uh, let's see, it's uh, pretty good. Okay, it's good at this. uh, It's a video that I can't play for you right now. Uh, The chief administrative officer of SVB was this chief financial officer at Lehman Brothers when the bank collapsed in 2008. That would be Joseph Gentile. Uh, And finally, uh, Paul wants to know what? Okay, that's totally unrelated. All right, you're listening to The Gary Nolan Show, talking about bad banking on the Zimmer Radio Network. Ten minutes to ten, and a message is coming in. David says, uh, good morning, Gary. Along with our armed services personnel, we need to regularly recognize and thank all members of law enforcement. At least twice a year, my grandson and I deliver bottled water and snacks to the Jefferson City Police Department and Cole County Sheriff's Office just to show our appreciation. Make it a point to thank officers for their service at every opportunity. This is referring to a a, a, a police officer, a law enforcement officer who was killed uh, last night. Uh, and uh, frankly, we just don't give them the respect that they deserve. My daughter works at a local bank, writes Kimberly. And about three months ago, she said something about the bank meeting to buy silver. And customers had inquired if the bank had purchased enough silver to cover themselves. I'm pretty naive, and I was wondering if you know anything about that. No, Kimberly, I do not. Uh, I don't know anything about that. Uh, but banks banks are in trouble mostly because of the Federal Reserve, uh, the FDIC, uh, the government involvement in banking. That's the problem. Um, and it's it's not going away anytime soon. And if that's not enough, you've got this inflation that that the feds are trying to, you know, tamp down. Uh, and it's destroying the market. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free numbers 800-529-5572. So, yes, I think we will see some other banks fail. I think it is a problem uh, caused by the government. I don't think you're savings account or checking account is endangered. Uh, If you have an 
unsecured uh, investment in the bank, that could be a problem. Uh, but beyond that, I don't think this is going to be huge, but I think it's going to have some impact. And I think it will affect what the Federal Reserve does to fight inflation. Time will tell. Uh, we got some other stories that uh, we want to talk about, and uh, we probably ought to get to, though I have a gazillion uh, news pops on this uh, banking uh, problem. Uh, it, it seems to be dominating the, uh, the news cycle, uh, and that's, I guess, understandable. Let me, uh, let me move on, because we have uh, a couple of other things that I want to get to. Uh, where do we go? Oh, this is it. A ninth grader. I thought this was an interesting story. Uh, this, um, this is in the Daily News. Marissa Barnwell of Columbia, South Carolina, said she was physically accosted by a teacher for not stopping to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, the ninth grader's parents are suing the teacher, principal, and school district as well as state education officials claiming the incident violated her civil rights and First Amendment rights to free speech. Uh, Barnwell said uh, at a news conference, I was completely and utterly disrespected. No one has apologized. No one has acknowledged my hurt. The fact that the school is defending that kind of behavior is unimaginable. The incident occurred at a high school in Lexington when... The 15-year-old was walking to class as the Pledge of Allegiance played over the school's intercom system. Barnwell claims a teacher yelled at her, pushed her against the wall for not stopping to recite the pledge. Uh, Barnwell was subsequently sent to the principal's office where she feared that she was in trouble. But then she says the principal sent her back to class without a full explanation. South Carolina state law requires public schools to play the Pledge of Allegiance every day at a certain time. However, the same law also prohibits punishing anyone who chooses not to recite the pledge so long as they are not disrupting or infringing on others' right to do so. So, imagine this is your kid. Uh, and, and let me, let me, in fact, let me take a, a slightly different uh, take on this. You send your kid to a school that I'm forced to pay for. You send your kid to a school for uh, an education that everybody else, all of your neighbors, are paying for. Should the school have the right to say, "You're here on your neighbor's dime. You got to. You've got to say the Pledge of Allegiance. You got to recite. When we say it, you say it." I mean, does the does the parent uh, do the children owe the country that pledge of allegiance? Should they be compelled to say it? They're not compelled right now, uh, and uh, this young lady is, um, you know, looking for compensation uh, for what she views, uh, uh, rightly so, as an attack. But if you're sending your kid to a government school paid for by the government, shouldn't you shouldn't you give the government some respect and pledge your allegiance to that government school and to the country that is giving you this free education? I mean, you you're you're making me pay for it. 
I want you to pledge your allegiance to the country that is paying for your education. Say it, damn it. What do you think? 874-9390-800-529-5572. And secondarily, if you've got a kid in government school and they say the Pledge of Allegiance, do you want your child to say the pledge? Would you tell your child, when they do this, I expect you to put your hand over your heart and pledge allegiance to the flag? Would you try to compel your kid to do this? 874-9390-800-529-5572. I remember doing this when I was in school. Every morning, we would... Uh, we would uh, say the Pledge of Allegiance. We would stand up, face the flag, and pledge allegiance to the United States. Didn't hurt me any. <laughs> or <laughs> didn't hurt me none. Um, and I'm sure my, my parents would have been horribly upset if I didn't. So would you want your kids to say that pledge? Do you think it should be mandatory? Let me know. Go to GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. Or pick up the phone. Give me a call. 874-9390-800-529-5572. Seems to me, uh, if I'm paying for your education, you ought to do what I say. Of course, that goes to the bigger problem that we've already addressed, and that is that the government is involved in education at all. Uh, Fauci is in the news again, too, by the way. We'll get to that in the next hour. He just can't figure out why the hell anybody's upset with him. He, it's just he, completely at a loss. He has, he has no idea. Why would they prosecute me? What did I do? Well, <laughs> lied for one thing. Uh, channeled money to communist China where they did gain-of-function research. That's part of it. And I believe, firmly believe, that he lied under oath when he was uh, uh, debating uh, with uh, Rand Paul. I think they got plenty of grounds to go after him for. All right, so uh, we've, got, we've got all that on the table. We invite you to join us, be a part of the conversation. Pledge of Allegiance, would you want your kid to say the Pledge of Allegiance in school? Should it be mandatory? Would you be upset if it was made mandatory? Like I, Brian, did you say the uh, Pledge of Allegiance when you were in grade school? We did, yes. Every morning you stand up, put yes. your hand over your heart? Yes. Face the flag? Yes. We certainly yeah. did. Did they have uh, 48 states, uh, 48 stars? <laughs> funny, funny guy, funny <laughs> guy. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.